Hey, this is Josh, co-host of La Ventanita Podcast. To our listeners, on behalf of Jeremy and myself, thank you for your continual support through words of encouragement, prayer, and your financial support to the Light West Palm Beach. We wanted to let you know that this episode was recorded at the beginning of the year, which would help explain some of our conversation points. Thank you again for stopping by, and we hope that you enjoyed this episode. Another episode, another installment of La Ventanita podcast, where we get a window and insight into the journey of church planting with Jeremy Barahona, and we also give away food for thought. We've got a lot to talk about. We're excited for uh, the content of this episode, um, but before we jump in, man, we want to open up with our first segment, Evos, just to hear what's been happening in your life, where the light is. A lot's been happening since our last episode. Tell us about what's happening in your life and with the Light West Palm Beach. Yeah, man. So so we started 2023, kind of hit the ground running with a church-wide prayer and fast for 21 days. It's been really neat to do this. The first week, uh, we encouraged the the church to, to fast from all kinds of entertainment, social media, those kinds of things. Second week was a vegetable fast, um, kind of, I guess, a vegetarian diet for some or vegan diet for others. And then uh, this week we're doing a a juice water fast together as a church. It's just a recommendation, uh, a kind of recommendation of a fast that we've given to our church. People have done it in different ways. But mm-hmm. but it's been great. Uh, we've sensed just God dealing with with people about certain things in their own lives, and I mm-hmm. and I really do believe that God has been equipping us um, in this season. And in my personal yeah. life, I think I think that's just connected for me as 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 God shepherds the church as a whole. God is shepherding my own heart and just showing me things in my own life that I need to either get right or 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 things in my life that I just need to get on with. You know, I need to mm-hmm. take certain leaps of, of faith um yeah. as it pertains to, to my ministry life. So so it's been good, man. Yeah, that's encouraging to hear, bro. Um I I'm curious, man, with with the the churchwide fast that you're doing, are any of like the people from the community who are newer to the Light West Palm Beach, are they participating in the fast as well? Yeah. Yeah, and that yeah. that's been cool. I've been yeah. so encouraged. I would say we've been so encouraged specifically by the youth that are doing the fast. Wow. They they they're going they're going all in. Yeah. What is that experience like uh pastoring them and walking with them in this in this season of fasting? It's it's been it's been good. Man, I I think I've also needed to to know what I'm talking about cuz youth are going to ask mm. you what what does this fast mean? What what is gonna happen to me? What is happening to me? Yeah, like why are we fasting when we have 
you know, all the access to all this amazing food around us, but we're withholding food and, and things. That's really cool, man. That's such a cool experience that you get to have. Yeah, man. It's been dope. Cool. Yeah. So let's jump into our conversation. Uh, we're going to transition into our next segment, La Plena. So, Jeremy, tell us a little bit about what we can expect. Uh, what are we going to be talking about today? Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about um, core team development. So when when you're first planting a church, at least in the U.S., it's very common um, for church planting coaches, organizations to just tell lead church planters to develop a team. Um, and, and typically these these this team um, isn't just clergy. I guess it could be. I don't know why I use the word clergy. Mm-hmm. Like you don't you don't need to be a pastor to be part of the core team. Um, sometimes there is a core team that consists of pastors and regular lay people. But at the end of the day, what a core team does is they execute the church plant plan. So mm-hmm. so say they do the work before the church actually launches with with an official membership or service, whatever whatever that launch is for for the church plan. So that's that's the journey that we've been on for the last year and a half. And just now is a time where we're we're really beginning to to not only develop that core team, but also develop a certain culture that I think will be foundational for us as a church. Yeah. So in your experience of receiving training and being in settings and environments where this conversation is pretty common and it's regular, um, why is team culture and development so important? Yeah. It's important because ultimately... We, we shouldn't necessarily just focus on what God has called us to do. Mm-hmm. I think we need to be focused on what God has called us to be as individuals and, and as a collective. And that's where culture comes into play, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're, not, we're not necessarily setting culture. I, I don't think we should set culture for production. I think we should set um, culture for transformation. So because of that... Um, that that's that's so important for for church planters to do at 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 some point in their church planting journey, mm-hmm. right? So so those are the questions that we've been asking: is like in five years, in ten years, what do we want to be yeah. individually and as a people? And I think culture kind of helps us know what that is, and also. Uh-huh. Um, helps us and decide how we get there yeah 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 that's good man I, man uh i want to revisit what you just said later on in our conversation um and want to hear a little bit more about you know before you were called to west palm beach and so some of your experience there some of the training and then um leading up into where you're at currently so can you give us a little bit of background? Like, what is your experience with team culture and development? You know, the training that you received. Um, yeah, if you can give a little bit of insight into that. Yeah, so so I would say I really didn't know what culture meant, really, to be mm-hmm. honest. I mean, we hear that word kind of 
thrown around everywhere. But I think in the simplest way, I had to I had to know what what it meant. Which I think the simplest way to to define that is culture is just a way of being, a way of life. Um, I even read um, this anthropologist that said it's a strategy for living. I thought that that was interesting. So. I think mm. for me, up until this point, I've had to define what culture is or learn what, what culture is. Um, and then two, I've had to just be around people that are culture makers, that kind of create mm. uh, a atmosphere or an environment <laughs> to to be what God has called us to be. So I think, yeah, namely for me, that's been through people who who know God's word yeah to the degree that they 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 know what God wants us to do as Christians and as churches so so for me I've been around people who who teach that pretty explicitly hey this is what God has called us to be and one of those yeah. key things has been we need to be on mission like we can't divorce discipleship mm. from being on mission from making Christ known in, in our communities or wherever he calls us. And yeah. that really came into full f- focus for me with, with the church plant that I was part of before, which is the church that mm-hmm. you're at now, The Brook. Yep. Uh-huh. So when I was at The Brook, I was on the core team, that initial team of the church plant. And then um, I ended up becoming a pastor for that church. But throughout that time of core team development at The Brook is when I was learning um what God was called, what God called us to be, and mm. I really learned that on the street, man, doing doing the yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting because prior to coming to Lebrook, um, I mean, you know, thankfully I've been able to participate in team settings, uh, being in leadership roles with in the church. Um, in school, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but this conversation about team culture was never really brought up. It wasn't, I don't even know if it was something that was, you know, thought of within meetings or in conversation among leadership. But as I've come to the Brook, um, one of those, one of the emphasis within conversation among leadership, uh, among teams is team culture. Um, so I want to, I mean, I, I'm curious to hear what your experience was like as well, you know, before coming to the brook, what some of those, uh, lessons that you've learned are so valuable about team culture and why it's so vital for, um, you know, like you said, the strategy for living. And if we're talking within the, the language of a team, it's the strategy for the team to continue living. Yeah, I, I don't think I necessarily knew much about core team development um, or or culture development, if you will. It wasn't until I went to college that there was just a few people at the college I went to that kind of saw leadership in me, leadership potential. And then they began to like take me on different kinds of retreats and that sort of thing. And, and that's where I really began to to learn about what it means to to be a team whenever you're doing something and how you you develop a culture on that team that ultimately influences the 
the thing or the whatever the movement you're you're leading or organization business you're you're leading so that that was my kind of my experience before church planting in Chicago when we did church plant in Chicago um, a lot of that stuff that I had learned on paper and was mentored through uh, really really began to be applied alongside the lead pastor at the brook so that yeah that's I guess that's a little bit about my experience prior to 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 the brook mm-hmm. yeah so one more question before we now bring this conversation to the present um what do you feel like is different from like team culture within a church planting you know team culture versus something that's maybe not church related church planting related what have you noticed or identified yeah i think i think it's it's what i said earlier is typically i mean i've never started a business um but mm-hmm. it, it just seems like in in the business world organizational world um culture is made for production at least that's mm-hmm. the way that i've i've uh, experienced i guess culture making but then i think i think in the church plant I think it should be, as I said before, for transformation. Yeah. You know, and and those those two different ends really change the way that you deal with with the present. Mm-hmm. Deal with yeah. what God has called you to do, the way you do certain things. Mm-hmm. Man. No, I, I love that. Just making that distinction. Because I think this bridges our conversations from previous episodes and even last season of... You know, as you're as you're wrestling and and navigating through the different tensions and experiences of church planting, um, you know this constant back and forth with uh, success and production and numbers and quantification, but you know really understanding that that what you're in for the long run is transformation. Um, and not just transformation of lives and souls, but perhaps even transformation among team culture and even within the church. So I, I think that the way that you you said that was was just a a good way to connect some of the the things that you're you've already shared in, in the past. So to fast forward uh, to where you're at now, um, now you are the the lead planter, you're the lead visionary. Um, <laughs> And so it's a different it's a different role for you. Um, I so am what have Walt you... Disney. Disney. <laughs> I am Steve Jobs. You know who said that? <laughs> no, okay, that was Kanye. Is, 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 it, is it Kanye? Yeah. I knew it was Kanye. Something in my mind told me it was Kanye. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not any of that. It's just the way you made it sound, kind of. <laughs> you know that reminds me of uh, <laughs> the 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 interview that he did with somebody. He goes. She goes, uh, Gaga is the creative de- director of Polaroid. <laughs> what does she know about Gaga? Yeah, man. He's a trip, man. Man. Got to pray for that, bro. Yes, he does. Um, yes, we do. <laughs> but yeah, so to, to, to fast forward to where you're at now, um, you're in a new role. You're kind of, ha- you kind of have different responsibilities. Um, and, and. So what what are you realizing about team culture and development now as the lead planter and the the lead visionary of the team? What I'm what I'm realizing hmm, that's that's a good question. 
Yeah, I, so I, I learned this concept when I was in seminary, um, and, mm-hmm. and it talked about it. It talked about that every every congregation has an explicit theology or or culture, and every congregation has a sort of implicit theology or culture. Um, mm-hmm. Explicit theology is what you say, or culture is what you say you are. Uh-huh. Implicit culture uh, for for your team is what you actually do right Mm. and what i've noticed for myself is as a leader those things need to be aligned and if they're Mm. not aligned then i need to ask why Mm. right and the reason why i've noticed that that that's important for me as a leader now is because people hold you accountable to what you say you are. Mm. And also I think mm. if if you really if you're really doing what you say you are, you could also hold a, your team accountable to what wow, yeah. what you say you are. Yeah. Yeah, that's man, that that <laughs> that even bringing this conversation from focusing on the church plant into Again, man, I'm I'm here for all the smoke and so broader Christianity, right? We we say that we are people who uh, care about the the least, the lost, the lonely, and so we say it in our teaching. But a lot of times, like you said, there's this divorce that happens in our actions, and so we're confessing and proclaiming something in our explicit theology but that looks different from our implicit theology and so now we're at this point where we're asking this question why is there such a separation yeah yeah absolutely yeah and i, I think that that's the that's that's the tension that we see in the pew all the time right and mm-hmm. not not that people are going to use that specific language yeah. um but i mean you hear it just with something like, man, you know that pastor, he's supposed to be, you know, loving and kinding, but kind, but he's he's so right. arrogant, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. all right, well, maybe there's a there's a um, there's some what, what is it called? There's a conflict between uh-huh. what they think or know a leader should be and what that leader actually is. Right, yeah. so I think that that's that's explicit theology or culture, mm-hmm. implicit theology or culture, you know, mm-hmm. happening in the church, or something simple like, "Yo, everybody in the church, they all dress the same way, they all talk the same way," you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't really fit into there, you know. Like I don't. Mm-hmm. If that's what it looks like to be a Christian or be part of this church. It, but they're mm-hmm. saying that this church is for everybody. I don't know if I if I really fit. You know that yeah. that's the explicit, implicit dance right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, so out of out of what you just shared, man, two there's two questions that came to mind. Um, one of them is how how do you distinguish between the team culture? from the church culture because i think something that you shared when as you were saying like you know the church looks the same it sounds the same um that's what came to mind that question 
So how do you kind of make? How do you distinguish the difference? Is there a difference? I don't. Or does one come not. from the other? I yeah. hope not. At least for where we're at now with with, with our team, what we're we're trying to do is we're we're trying to lay a foundation, mm-hmm. right? So as as Christ builds this church, and we're laying this foundation with Him, the goal is that this foundation will be something that that will grow healthily and that that can reproduce. So mm-hmm. I don't think that I don't think that our core team culture should be any different from our congregational culture yeah as we continue to grow well there's one last question and i think we can land this plane that i think we should have i should have asked uh a little earlier but tell us about your team uh i mean i don't know if people are picking up from you know last season if they know i mean yeah tell us a little bit about the team that you're with right now yeah so so right now we have 13 people that are part of our core team, which has been fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Uh, initially, when we first came, it was only three of us, three and a half, because my, my, my baby wasn't born yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's an honorary member. But we, we, have, <laughs> we had three people, right? Yeah. Uh, initially, we thought we were going to come with more people. If you hear the podcast, you can, you can listen to that, those stories or whatever. Mm-hmm. But... All of them dropped out. The the thing that we started doing was just kind of try to take things from the mud, you know, try try to get mm-hmm. it from the mud, if you will. And in God's kindness, man, he brought 13 different people. Most of them, with the exception of two, live in the community. Wow. With the exception of three, actually, live in the community. Yeah. So that's actually a really cool cool dynamic because then this is just a side note to 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 who our team is i was told like man if you want to plant an indigenous church it has to be like that from the beginning Uh uh-huh now i'm looking at our team and i'm like yo we all at the very least live here most of us live Mm -hmm. here and have deep roots here um Mm -hmm. so because of that yeah we 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 not only have a team that lives here but we also have a a multi-generational team um, I think wow. the oldest team member is like 40 years old. Mm-hmm. And then the youngest that I would consider part of our team is, I think, 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so oh, we have wow. a range of, of of ages there, too. Yeah. Man, that's such a big, you know, testimony and just praise for God answering because I know we've, you know, as we've journeyed up until this point and last season and part of this season you know one of the things that you shared with uh, with me and with our listeners is the reality that um it has been a a very trying time to develop a team you know and i know it's been since day one even before day one that it's always been on your heart to raise up a a team out of the people in the community rather than bringing a team in. And it's been a lot of hard work, a lot of, I'm sure a lot of times of frustration. Um, I don't want to say anger, <laughs> but I'm sure it's, there's been some times, yeah, where you've really been tested and you've, you know, been praying to the Lord and, you know, praise God that now you're at 13 people in your core team and an overwhelming majority is from that, 
within the community. So praise God for that, man. Yeah, yeah, for real. Pray, praise God for that. Because that yeah. already there um, is setting a kind of culture that, that we want to have in the long haul anyways. Yeah, yeah. So, so for all the haters who said that he couldn't do wow. it. <laughs> started from the bottom. For everybody no. <laughs> who rejected the call. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Some of them had legitimate, legitimate reasons. It's all good. Yeah, and God's been kind to us. So, man, that I I loved our conversation. I want to keep going. I really do. But we can we can either pick it up for another episode or, um, you know, we'll we'll get to benefit from having this conversation. Other people won't. Most definitely. But, <laughs> man, thank you for taking the time to. Uh, listen to sit down with us to join our conversation Jeremy and as always it's it's fun to dialogue about this Um, I always enjoy our time together so thank you for inviting me into uh, this conversation with you and really praying that the Lord continues to work and develop you guys as a team and that you would multiply and uh, continue to be faithful in that calling that he's given to you likewise man thank you Thank you for those kind words, bro. And I hope that you yes. set a culture soon. A family culture, you know what I mean? <laughs> nah, I'm just and so that's all the time we got for today. Until next time, God bless. God bless. Peace.